more secretive recording. No more. But there is more of Coffee Contracts and Cocktails, which is what we are here for. Coffee, con- coffee Contracts and Cocktails, where we put the real into relationships and the relationships back into real estate, everybody. We are your hosts, Corey, Jess, and Pat. And we are local realtors here in St. Louis. Yes, we're all on the same team. Uh, but uh, Jess and I have been in real estate for six years. That looked like wow. a hesitation. And Corey, two? Just about. I had to do quick mental math. You know, six plus five. Actually, I had to do 21 minus 15. Subtraction. I'll get you. <coughs> anyway, <coughs> while I have a coughing fit, Corey's going to hit you guys with Fun Fact Friday. Um, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, I'm going to pull it up here for a second. We are still St. Louis based. The Lou. St. Louis. The Lou. Louisiana. Okay. Yeah, of course. All right. Oh, I didn't work on how to word this one. We literally gave you verbiage for it. I could tell you what to say, and I don't have anything in front of me. Okay. Um, I'm going to go for it. So this week, um, Fun Fact Friday. There, <laughs> that's tough. That's tough to get, how you can't give it away. The first of this kind was held in St. Louis in 1908. Do we want to give him hints? Yes, yes. You want to go ahead and reword that for him because he wasn't paying attention whenever both of us said the pretty much the exact same thing. The first race of its kind was held here in St. Louis. Okay, this first kind of race. Yeah. Not the Cezas. That's not saying the same thing. I hate the Wicked Team. So what kind of race? What kind of race? Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, at least least we we got that out of the way. (laughs) We'll we'll get you um, with the answer on Friday. Mm. Uh, I'll write it down on a nice notepad. (laughs) Corey will figure it out. (laughs) So uh, this week's topic, we um, ran across a gem. I think it is a gem. Um, It's just interesting numbers. Um, It comes from Yahoo Finance section. Um, They put some caveats in there. They put asterisks to make sure that they cover themselves um so that it's not misleading they know that there's going to be discrepancies they know that there's going to be some room for error um but nonetheless it is a and nonetheless mm-hmm. nonetheless i thought it was a fairly interesting article yeah they just kind of like explained where all of their information came from they which i appreciate the fact that they just backed up all of their data and explained how they arrived at that conclusion um but the title of the article is wants to read it me cool in less than a decade you won't be able to afford a home in these cities now these cities are currently 10 of the most affordable cities to live in, right? 
Um, that is why they have now made this list. <clears throat> Not that they are the 10 most currently affordable cities to live in. They just are 10 of... They're up there. They're up there. Yeah, they're up there. That's a good way of putting it, Corey. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> so Go Banking Rates conducted a study to determine which major U.S. cities are on track to lose their label of affordability. After taking 300 of the biggest cities in the U.S., the study used Zillow's one-year forecast to project the growth in home values in each city over the next decade. I know what a lot of people are thinking, but you guys always say never trust Zillow. We do, and they are pretty well also giving that same asterisk. Um, I'll read on. Uh, to do it, then identify the places where that change would take the most, take the average home value from under the national median, which currently sits at $259,906 and is expected to rise 7% in the next year. Again, on the average, uh, to over the median at some point in the next 10 years. So basically sale price, rises above the national median at some point in the next 10 years. Mm -hmm. That's when they become, whenever they lose their label of a build. I was going to say, I think so far a big thing to point out is that just because they're going from affordable and losing that doesn't mean they're becoming like some crazy expensive city or like LA or New York where it's like, you know, everything is blown out of proportions. It just means like they're not up there anymore in that right crazy because st louis isn't on the list obviously it's not insanely hard to live here so you know but it's interesting that through all of these numbers these cities are currently deemed affordable meaning that their average sale price is less than the, the national average but because of also the way things are trending for those cities that's going to change mm -hmm. patrick's all jazzed about the numbers and all he's doing is reading an article it's it's pretty cool whenever you're running the numbers because it leads into something else, which we'll get into. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> so they say, granted, this approach has some caveats. Projecting into the future based on a single year's growth rate could ultimately paint an unfair picture in markets where the current rate is an anomaly. Big asterisk. Yeah. Another <laughs> asterisk. Additionally, Zillow's estimated home values don't necessarily reflect the list prices or the sale prices in each market. Which Meaning, is what we preach all the time. Right. <laughs> so it's not 100% all super up to date. Right. They're just pulling the numbers as easily as possible. Mm -hmm. I mean, you got to pull them from somewhere. And this sure. is a way to compile a lot. Yahoo is choosing to use Zillow, and that's yeah. that is their choice. Whatever. <clears throat> um, so basically, we'll go ahead and skip that first one. Um, for example, Providence, Rhode Island. You can use the first one too. It's okay. Their current 2020 home value is two hundred fifty nine thousand twenty seven dollars in 2020. I guess it's not current. In 2020, it was. Uh, their one-year projected growth rate is 
3%. So you take that 259.27, multiply that times 0.083, you come up with a couple grand, a couple tens of grands, yeah. and then you add that to the 259. And you get $280,526. When next year's, well, I guess technically this year's projected home value, median home value is $278,099. So you're about $2,500 over. Yeah. So boom. Already this year, it is probably going to lose its label as one of the most affordable places to live in mm-hmm. the U.S. Um, where was another cool place? First uh, do, 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 do. Ah, okay. I thought, I thought this one was interesting. Um, Apache Junction, Arizona. 2020 home value 254, 454. Their projected growth rate 8.7 percent. That's ridiculous. Um, which is why, I, let me step aside. We've had people and clients before who are like, "Well, why is this house worth forty thousand dollars more whenever they just bought it two years ago and they haven't done anything?" This is why. It's strictly appreciation growth rate at that point mm-hmm. there's nothing else to it it's just the way things are trending that's literally what this is talking about so hopefully you guys are able to make that connection well, anyway uh punctured apache junction sorry um 8.7 growth rate <clears throat> when will it become too expensive 2022 when the median projected home value in the U.S. would be $297,566. The projected home value would be there in Arizona, $300,655. That's ridiculous. Difference in value of almost $3,100. So I just scrolled the list and I found one that beats that. And it's the highest one I could find within that little time frame while you're talking. Um, and we're jumping to Rock Hill in South Carolina. Okay. And the one-year projected growth rate is 10.3%. <laughs> oh, I'm looking at it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Look at that. Uh, Look at that home value in 2020. I know. So off. It, it, it's, it's crazy because of how long it's projecting. Like, it's not projected to become too expensive until 2026, which is longer than a lot of these other ones. It's seeming a lot of the other ones are, you know, two, three years because they're already close, but this one isn't even close to that, that median. Um, It's starting at 215 ish thousand and jumping up to 390,000. Your rounding skills impress me. I look at that number and I would round it up to 217, but that's just me. Close, whatever. What? It's, two, it's 216,996. 250 is cleaner. Oh my gosh. We're supposed to be experts, Corey. Even experts at rounding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Okay, so go ahead. Sorry, I kind of. No, that was, that was it. That was it. So, I mean, you don't have much of a difference even in 2026. It was like $700 between it and the national median, but still, it's, it's so some are taking, you know, four, five, six years, and some are taking a year, you know? Isn't that wild? It is. So, regardless of that oh. affordability label, what can we take away to make this a local? thing so i for funsies ran numbers on like not missouri's average because i wanted to do a little bit more specific so i just went with two hundred fifty thousand. like just as an arbitrary number they are using obviously 259 that's for the u.s i'm just using 250 for st louis ish um just for quick numbers so i did a seven percent growth rate if it keeps doing that in five years a house would appreciate to three hundred fifty thousand dollars just by living in it for five years if the growth rate continues at seven percent for the next five years that to me isn't really sustainable which leads us into jess's point of at that point, I think buyers would say, no freaking way. If we're not getting paid more for jobs, you literally can't afford the house at that point. Mm -hmm. Like there's no way, like if your income does not appreciate with the price of the homes, a home buyer who's buying right now can't afford a yeah. 300 I think it makes it scary for people then to yeah. like when you start thinking about it like that when we start saying like when a article like this comes out and you have no background info on it or no education and you're reading something you're like oh my house is going to go up fifty thousand dollars in value and i'm not going to get paid more i'm going to get paid a dollar more an hour well <laughs> people who own a home currently are probably like oh that's sweet people who right. are wanting to buy are like, holy crap, that is awful. Mm -hmm. Well, I think buyers at that point would put a constriction on the market and force that shift. They'd say, no, we're not paying $350,000 for this house. It's not worth it. Like, first of all, we can't afford it, <clears throat> which that's the, the whole thing between buyers and sellers and supply and demand is ready, willing, and ableness to buy a product at a certain price. Like that's where it all comes from, supply and demand. Um, basic economics. So I think at if, if it went this way, buyers would say no freaking way. And then buyers would literally dictate the market at that point. Yeah. And nobody would be buying $350,000 houses. So now those houses aren't actually worth $350,000. Then they would depreciate not really <clears throat> they'd still appreciate from 250 up to whatever just wouldn't be up to 350 right well and that's how the pendulum goes with buyer's market versus seller's market homes are going to continue to increase i don't think a seven percent increase year over year for the next 10 years is real i think that 
they they purposely said like we only looked at a year forecast from Zillow in the middle of a seller's market. So like this isn't real anyway. But homes will continue to appreciate to a certain point and then buyers are going to be kind of over it and then buyers will be able to start dictating their terms and it's a buyer's market and it just goes the way it goes. It, it's interesting because I feel like <clears throat> you could go down a rabbit hole of like what else that affects and like especially so on the first one I'm gonna bring the first one up because it makes sense it makes sense for other reasons so the first one here on the list was Ogden Utah and they made a point to say it attracts tourists and stuff like that so then we talked you know the other week about like townhomes condos stuff like that and being rented out and then you so you start looking at like well if people aren't living there but they want to visit there what does that do to prices if they can't live summer homes stuff like that like there's a lot more that goes into a market that i don't know i feel like it's gonna affect more but i like jess's point because it's like it's more of like a snake graph as far as like up to seven percent appreciating and then you know back down to four two then back up and you know ten percent it's gonna go up your house is gonna go up a hundred and fifty thousand dollars in value and right by doing nothing everybody go buy a house right now <laughs> We'll be rich. <laughs> and everybody would be sitting in the same boat and, you know, yeah. 10 years anyway, and everybody would be wanting to sell and cash in. And then it's just, yeah. I don't think it's going to pop. I still <clears throat> don't think it's going to pop like it did in 2008. I just don't. The more articles come out and the more that I'm reading about the, all these different things, I just don't, I don't see it. Well, and I think what we've discovered with, that is like what you've brought up is to where like it's not the same reasons as before right it's not people not being able to i mean obviously people are willing and able to buy and pay fifty thousand dollars over a list in some cases so that's not the issue the issue is that there's only two homes out there not 10 that they're looking at so yeah <laughs> that's it for this week Really? Uh, the N.A. beer of the day today is a Golden Road Brewing oh. mango cart. Mango. There it is. Holly has been drinking those. My very pregnant best friend is um, ready to pop at any moment and also ready to crack a beer the second she does. And so she bought herself some of those to get her through the next couple of weeks. And she said they're not bad. They aren't bad. Can confirm. Can confirm. Wow, what a way to end! Really it. good. Um, I mean, truly. Uh, I'm going. Nah, it's all good. This is gonna be gonna be a new thing. I'm gonna, I know. <laughs> so, yeah, anyway, uh, that's all that we got. If you guys have any questions about appreciation, home values, uh, what do we think is going on? Please feel free to hit us up on any of the social medias. Be sure to tune back in on Friday for Fun Fact Friday when we drop that. And then um, that's really it. That's really all we got. We'll hit you guys up uh, next week. Stay safe. Stay cool. Don't forget your suntan lotion. Hot, hot, hot. Just like the market. And we'll catch up with you guys next time. Bye.